From Blackfoot to Teton, we've got your District 6 breakdown right here on the East Idaho PrepCast with Lance Taylor. That's right. It's another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, breaking down everything going on in Districts 5 and 6 in the state of Idaho. Brandon Bainey with Lance Taylor. The East Idaho PrepCast is brought to you by Pure Adrenaline Motorsports, your source for pulse-pounding adrenaline sports apparel and accessories that ensure you have what you need to unleash your inner beast. There's those beastly sunglasses. Yeah, looks good. You can see that on the video version of this PrepCast on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or our Facebook page. Uh, audio only, of course, is an option as well at IdahoSports.com or wherever you download your podcasts. Lance, what's going on? Don't forget, you can pick those up at all good-to-go stores, Bill's Bike and Run, Ron's Tire, and Motorsports in Idaho Falls. You can pick up all the gear, not just glasses, but all the gear there at Ron's Tire and Motorsports in Idaho Falls. Yeah, what what tell us a little bit about some of the other gear with Pure Adrenaline Motorsports. Um, we have mono suits for snowmobiling, uh, some of the most beautiful colors you'll see on mono suits. Uh, we also have motocross gear, uh, jerseys, pants, gloves. Uh, we have aftermarket parts, uh, bumpers, and so forth that are getting released this coming spring, as well for uh, ATVs. We got those going for uh, uh, for snowmobiles as well. Uh, up, coming up, we're sponsoring a lot of the hill climb events, uh, snowmobile hill climb events that are coming up uh, shortly as well. So it's it's been a big year, big fun year. Definitely. Uh, it's been a fun year uh, in high school athletics as well. And Lance, you and I talked about last week, we're hoops junkies. We love basketball. So let's let's just dive right into it. I think the biggest story to come out of East Idaho last week in terms of basketball was the Preston boys heading over to the Treasure Valley and beating, you know, not just beating, but beating pretty convincingly uh, two of the teams that are expected to contend in the Southern Idaho Conference in 4A basketball. They defeated Valley View Friday night, 56 to 39. And then they beat Bishop Kelly on Saturday, 63 to 49. I think Preston has sent a message to, to the rest of the state that, hey, the title still runs through Preston High School. Yeah, and Preston's had double-digit wins over everybody this year with the exception of Burley. Uh, Preston's just a very good team. They got uh, wins over some good Utah teams as well. Uh, Tyler Jones, a fantastic coach there. Preston uh, has has firmly jumped in my my camp as the team to beat. They are now the number one team in the coaches poll and a five and zero start. But also lurking in that division, Lance is Pocatello, and the oh. Thunder are undefeated as well. They're four and zero. They defeated. Highland in their crosstown rivalry game last week, 64 to 60, kind of a close back and forth battle. They also defeated Bonneville. So if you look at just the scores, Pocatello defeated Highland 64 to 60. Preston has also played Highland this year and they won 58 to 42. Do you look at the common opponents much or does that not matter? Uh, you know, I think it's all about matchups. You know, sometimes matchups are different. There's a little I think maybe a little more energy going on when you're playing a crosstown rival as well, you know, that brings some things out. It, it, it's obvious Highland is not a great team this year. Uh, they've, they, they've got their struggles. Uh, so that being a closer game, I, I don't think much about it. We'll learn a lot about Pocatello this weekend, though, as, as they go to the Owyhee tournament as well. And, and you got to remember, they've got a, a, a win over a good, you know, if you want to talk about common opponents as well, they've both played Burley as well. And that, and that was the only game that was in single digits for uh, for Preston and Pocatello beat them by 23. Uh, so, you know, there's some, I, I think it's just all about matchups. 
that's a great point. And we've talked about this conference being really strong again. And even Century is three and three. You know, they've also beaten Burley. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's, there, there's no losing record in their conference right now. Uh, two yeah. and record and then five hundred for Century, but uh, uh, they they lost big to Bonneville of Utah. They played two Bonnevilles in a row. One was Utah. One was was Idaho. The Lakers and the Bees. Uh, but uh, and they lost by twenty four in that game. But uh, they had you know some close ones against Logan. Green Canyon, uh, both Utah schools as well. So, you know, you know, Century might end up being pretty decent. Yeah, I, I think Century is going to be a sneaky team as well. So so basically what that tells me is Burley would be fourth place in this conference. <laughs> yeah, lost. yeah, yep, yep. I think they would be at this point. And I think, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Harwell does. I think Harwell's got the most ability to grow throughout the course of the season as well. And, uh, and I think that uh, makes Century uh, pretty dangerous. Yep. And again, not to belabor the point, but only one of those teams is going to advance to state this year, yeah. which is just we've 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 beaten that horse. Uh, it's it, it is what it is. Um, if we look at the the five A basketball ranks. Again, Madison, a strong start out of the gates. They're five and two overall. Rigby is right there, too, though. They're four and one. And I'll yeah. admit, I, I wasn't sure what to think of Rigby coming into this season, Lance, because they lost so much from last yeah. year's team. But they've got one of the best coaches around in Justin Jones. Well, that's the thing. Justin's got him going. That's It's not a, what I would say is a highly talented team this year. They've really got they're really mostly athletes with just a couple of basketball players on that team. You know, so they're so they're not really a high scoring team you know by and large you're gonna to have to keep teams our games under a certain amount of points but i mean they only lost a two to a very good hillcrest team and uh, had an opportunity to win that game as well and i think i i think rigby uh again because they're so well coached they'll always be competitive even on years when maybe the talent's down a little bit yeah uh both rigby and madison have lost to hillcrest rigby only lost by two hillcrest lost by nine, nine. so Again, the common opponent thing. Uh, e each of those two teams, and a lot of teams from East Idaho, they, they play Utah opponents early on, yeah. right? Hillcrest uh, and Madison went to a very early season tournament at, at Corner Canyon. Um, there's a lot of non-conference games. I, I want to pick your brain on this because you know both Idaho and Utah basketball really well. How, do, how does Utah stack up to Idaho in terms of competition? Well, in, in terms of competition for basketball, uh, it's very similar. Uh, they can compete with each other. You know, you know, the difference is football. Uh, you know, I mean, we have very good teams in, in rugby and so forth, but when you start talking the upper echelon of what Utah has in, you know, Lone Peak, Quarter Canyon, Bingham, those kind of schools, uh, our, our big 5A schools would struggle to compete with their, with their 6A schools down there. But in basketball, we compete very, very well. In fact, really some key games coming up, for this, uh, you know, the 5A group right now is you've got Madison. We'll be hosting both Corner Canyon and Skyview High School out of the Logan area, just north there in Smithfield. So uh, that's going to be a, be a big step for them as well. So you look at Madison at 5-2, and two, that's a different 5-2 and two than a lot of teams <laughs> that would be around 5-2. and two. They've played some tough games. Uh, uh, you know, they lost their only losses to Bingham High School, big 6A school down in Utah, and Hillcrest. Uh, that wins over Maple Mountain from Utah, uh, Westlake from Utah. Those are both 5A schools in Utah, uh, Bingham's 6A school. Uh, so, you know, Ma Madison's got a good team. Madison has a very good team this year. And, yeah. And they, I, for the most part, Utah could, and Idaho compete top to bottom when it comes to basketball. 
Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Corner Canyon is actually coming up for for a little two-game swing. We're recording this Thursday morning of the 16th. Tonight, Corner Canyon is at Rigby, and then Friday night, they'll be at Madison. So that'll be another little comparison we can use between these two teams. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to catch some of those games uh, tonight. Tomorrow I won't be able to, but tonight I want to catch the games. Yeah, that's that's going to be a lot of fun to to watch. Um, so we'll we'll keep an eye on how Madison and Rigby yeah. do against some Utah opponents. Three A Mountain Rivers Conference. Uh, everybody kind of middle of the pack in terms of record, but they've all played really tough schedules. Uh, Teton three and two, South Fremont three and three, Sugar two and two, clear, clear as mud, kind of like we thought coming in. Yeah, you know, and 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 I think this is going to be a very competitive conference this year uh, in terms that they do get a team and a third into state this year uh, for basketball. Uh, at least that's what I say. Um, and uh, it's it's going to be very uh, very competitive, very tough. Um, I haven't had a chance to look at, at Teton or or South firsthand this year. Of course, I do PA for Sugar Games, so I've been able to see them. Uh, you know, Sugar's issues, that their challenges that they're running into this year. Their, their plays are working fantastically. They're just struggling to put the ball in the hole. Their plays are giving them every shot they want. Uh, you know, missing a lot of point blank shots right now and things like that. And of course, all a coach can do is give you the plays that give you the best opportunity to put the ball in the hole. But you know, as a player you got to be able able to put them in and and uh, and that was a little bit of their struggles last year as well uh, of course Teton was a very very good team last last year they lost a lot of those seniors uh, off that team and, and lost a lot of size with that but Teton's playing for fairly well they did lose to to Ryrie and Shelley uh, the two wins are over West Jay uh, well they've got two wins over West Jay they got a win over Salmon so so in the win column they haven't really faced you know, necessarily anybody powerful yet, but, uh, but, you know, you look at South Fremont, they knocked off Ryrie, American Falls isn't super good. Sam is not super good, but they lost close ones to, uh, uh, to Fruitland, um, you know, as well as Firth. So, so I think, uh, I think they've got, uh, some potential this year. Yeah. South Fremont and Sugar already have a couple of signature wins. You mentioned South beating Ryrie and Sugar Salem, Two two nights ago, Tuesday night, handed Snake River their first loss of the season, 38-33. Yeah, very, very low-scoring game. Good defensive game by both teams and another game where neither team could hit a stinking layup. You know, it was just one of those nights where they just couldn't couldn't put it in the hole, either team. But that was sixes, you know. It, 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 it was one of those things that it didn't help or hurt one team over the other because they were both missing, and it came down to really this – uh, this good defensive battle, but 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 that game is always going to be a physical game. Everybody knows it, and typically is a low-scoring game because of that. Yeah. So Snake River now five and one. If we look at District Five for three A basketball, yeah. Marsh Valley is still the team. You know they're they're the defending state champs, but they've only played three games so far, Lance. So yeah. they're kind of hard to get a feel for. They're two and one. We'll we'll find out a lot about them tonight as they travel to Teton to play the Timberwolves. Yeah, well, they uh, you know they uh, they beat Bear River of Utah earlier in the season. Bear River is a three A down there in Utah, but they would be four A here. Uh, in fact, they'd be a decent size four A here. Uh, you know, they also beat a good West Side team. You know, West Side team that already has a signature win this year too. We'll talk about them in, in just a moment too. And and uh, then they lost to Union by five points. Uh, Union High School out there in the Vernal area, Dinosaur Land. Uh, area of Utah, but, but, but Marsh Valley is going to be very tough. We already know that American Falls is not going to be a competitor in the conference. Uh, you know, starting, starting out on four, but Snake River's got a key game coming up this week as well. In fact, that tomorrow they're going to be at Kimberly 
I've had a chance to watch Kimberly this year, and uh, they're going to be at Kimberly. Kimberly, very, very athletic team. And so that'll uh, that, that'll even maybe give a better gauge of where Snake River's at. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to to watch the that game as well because Kimberly is is the favorite in that district. Yeah. So, um, you mentioned uh, a lot of these three A schools have lost to Shelley early on. The Russets five and zero overall, one and zero in the conference, and they've got some nice wins under their belts. Well, and their only really close game was against Minico. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, other than that, their games have been pretty comfortable. Uh, at least the final scores have. And I've had a chance to watch them this year. Shelly is not an overall that they don't really have a single head topping player, but most of their lineup is pretty tall and they're long, very long. They cause some, uh, some havoc for teams, particularly if a team doesn't have an outside game going on, uh, they're going to struggle against Shelly because it's hard to get your inside game going against Shelly. And that could pose a little bit of a problem. And we were talking earlier in this podcast about, uh, about matchups, how matchups tend to make a difference. You know, this is one of the places uh, where Hillcrest might be challenged just a little bit because it might be a little harder for Isaac Davis to get going against a team like this. Uh, now, the balance of that is that Hillcrest has very good three-point shooters, but can they do an inside-out game uh, rather than their guards having to drive all day long? So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Cannon Vance, six six senior, really the anchor inside yeah. for Shelley. He is yeah. he's a great player to watch. Um, Shelley beat Idaho Falls earlier this year, the first time ever Shelley had beaten a five A program, and uh, that that game against Minico, that twenty eight twenty five win, Devin Maldonado had the the buzzer beater to yeah. to win that game. That was kind of a cool cool deal for him as well. So, yeah, yeah Shelley, uh, we're keeping an eye on Hillcrest is four and two. Another team we're we're watching closely is Ryrie and and Lance. You and I kind of pegged them as as kind of a sleeper team in our, in our season preview. Well, I, I'm not sure they're a sleeper anymore. As they're off to a six and one start. Yeah, they might not be. Um, I mean, <laughs> their only loss was South Fremont. You know, and that's a signature win for South, uh, as we talked about. But Ryrie's a good team right now. I mean, they got key wins over Westside, Teton. Uh, they did a very good job in the Lyman Wyoming tournament as well, going undefeated when they were down there. Uh, so Teton, uh, Teton's a good team. And again, they were, you know, I think I said last week, they're my, my dark horse for that conference. And, uh, you never know. They can, they, they could be, become the lead horse in that conference. I, I mean, I, I really do like them. Uh, they, they beat Westside by two Teton by three wind river, Wyoming by four, Lyman, Wyoming by six, Malad last night by nine. They're they're winning these tight games, which yep. will only pay off down the road, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. And I think you know, as you as you look at what they've got, you know, Salmon and West Jade, they're not going to be a push. I don't think they're even spoilers in that conference at all. So really, you got North, who who uh, just has the one loss. Uh, and of course, we'll talk about that here in a minute because that was a signature loss, you should say. Um, uh, Firth at five and two, uh, they, you know, they lost to Melba and Fruitland and they've got good win over Bear Lake. Uh, we'll talk about Bear Lake here in just a minute as well. They've got a win over South by 20 points does Firth. So, uh, you know, between North Firth and Ryrie, that's a, that's a very, uh, interesting top of top of the conference. Yes. Yeah. Let North Fremont, of course, the defending conference champs, uh, been a premier program the last three or four years 
And they're, they're three and one. The the one loss was to West Side in that season opener, 46-42. To me, that's kind of a blip on the radar. Um, they've they've now beaten Wendell and Bear Lake, two teams that went to state last year in two A basketball. I, th- I think North Fremont's just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a chance to see them last night as they knocked off Sugar Salem last night. Um, uh, that was a that, that was a close game all throughout. Lead changed a number of times, but the discipline uh, you will be hard pressed at any level to find a more disciplined team than what Shannon Hill has there at North Fremont. Very yeah. disciplined. They'll, yeah. they'll absolutely abuse you with fundamentals. <laughs> they are that kind of a team. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about West side. The team, the team that was able to knock off North Fremont back in the season opener pirates are two and two. They've just got athletes, you know, just like in football, they've just got yeah. good, solid athletes. Their, their two losses are nothing to be, you know, to sneeze at two points to Ryrie and they lost by 12 to Marsh Valley, the defending three, yeah. a champs. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those losses are nothing. You're going to say, well, those were bad losses, you know, and of course they've got some signature wins. You know, they got that win over North and we're going to be talking about grace here in just a minute too. They've, they've got a win over, over a grace team that, that, that I believe is a very, very good grace team. Um, and you know, we'll talk about that as it goes along, but really you look at the rest of the conference. Let me tell you the sleeper in that conference. That 0-4 for Bear Lake is not indicative of how good Bear Lake is. I had a chance to see Bear Lake this year. They are a very good team. They can shoot the ball. Uh, what they've done is they've they've been in a lot of close games. They've just failed to close some of those out. But that's the best 0-4 team that you're going to see. Yes. Uh, I actually had a chance to talk to Bear Lake head coach Brandon Carlson earlier this week, and he told me that, hey, look, we went deep in the playoffs for football. We got all the way to the semifinals and we're still we got some guys that are still nursing some nagging football injuries. We we haven't had our full lineup on the floor yet. Um, they've you know, yeah. whatever game it is, they've been missing a key guy or two, including his own son, Keaton Carlson, who, who's yeah. a junior. He's yeah. he uh, re-injured his shoulder 52 seconds into the season opener against Grace. <laughs> so, yeah. And and, you know, as as, uh, as as they came to Sugar, I had a chance to talk to him as well. And because uh, they, they'd lost up to North Fremont the night before. And he told me, he says, we have not had one full practice yet. At that point, he says, we have not had one full practice with the whole team, you know, yeah. at, at that point. So Bear Lake, this is not indicative of, of how they are. I think that conference really, when it comes down to it, is a West Side Bear Lake conference right now. Yep, I agree. I don't think that record shows. I don't think, I think Aberdeen's got a good team, not a great team. I don't think Soda's is going to be a factor. Uh, of going to state for them this year. Uh, Soda has some talent, uh, you know, and Yamauchi is coaching them. So they, uh, you know, they, they, they could be a spoiler at times, but I really think this conference is going to be dominated in conference played by Westside and Bear Lake. I couldn't agree more. Let's, uh, before we dive into the one A's, let's, let's preview some of these tournaments that are coming up for, for some of these, uh, four a three a two a teams let's start with the preston indians classic uh, idahosports.com is going to be broadcasting every varsity game from the preston indians classic starting at 1 30 this afternoon when uh, bear lake is actually in action against filer um but you've got obviously preston hosting the event you have south fremont playing one game so it's kind of a weird bracket if you look yeah, at Shelley's it going to be down there as well Yes. Uh, if you look at the bracket on our website, idahosports.com, and it's right on the top of the homepage, 
Uh, Sandpoint was supposed to come down and play in this tournament, and they backed out. So it's kind of a South Fremont's going to take the first game that Sandpoint was supposed to play, and then Bear Lake will take the remaining two. So it's kind of a South Fremont's only going to play one game at the Preston Classic today, and then they're going to get back into their non-conference schedule. Well, and you know, that tournament was interesting last year. So uh, Star Valley was there last year from Wyoming, and Star Valley played in that. They also played in the the holiday tournament at Skyline as well. It was held, held in Idaho Falls. And with them, it used to be that when they went to a three-game tournament, the state would only count that as two games. And and then last year, they started counting it as three games, but they already were scheduled to be in the tournament. So what they had to do was bring their JV and their varsity teams and play their JV for one of the varsity games in each of those tournaments in order to not have too many games <laughs> <laughs> and break the rule in, in their state for the year. So interesting. Yes, for sure. Um, if we look at this bracket, uh, to me, it's kind of setting up. Th- this is going to be really good t- competition for the 4A teams that are there. Um, you've got Jerome and Shelly possibly meeting in one semifinal. Yeah, Jerome's a decent team this year. Yeah, Jer- Jerome should win their conference. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then I think Preston is kind of hoping to match up with Jerome in the championship, I think. I yeah. think Jerome's the team they want to see because that that's a team that they think they know we'll go to state because that conference is down a little bit and Jerome is so much better. Shelly could get to state, but they could also be in a dogfight with Blackfoot and Hillcrest. So, so I think Preston would rather play Jerome in that championship. Well, and you know, I think one of the things too, and you're the team that sets the tournament schedule, uh, you, you know, you're going to set it so you can, you know, that's, that's the most favorable that would, I mean, obviously you have to win every game when you go out, but you know, in order to, to, to get there, but the championship game, I think the most favorable, uh, you know, that they set that. And I, I do think that's the matchup they want. Yeah. And then uh, let's talk about uh, the other tournament that's going on uh, the in Hawaii, the new high yeah. school in Meridian, the yeah. Pro Image Sports Holiday Classic. Now they've got a big school bracket and a small school bracket. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, what's that? Pocatello's going out to that. That's uh, it's going to be a good tournament. Yeah, so so let's talk about the big school bracket first. We're we're only going to be doing uh, some audio coverage of the I think it's the semifinals and the championship game um, of that big school bracket. But Blackfoot will be there, Pocatello will be there, and if I'm not mistaken, they're playing each other right away, right? They they are, I believe, opening day. Yeah, they're that's playing today. each other. Yep, yep. And so uh, you know that's going to be uh, I, I I think. I, I think for for Pocatello, this is going to be their biggest test thus far. Is going to be this tournament. Uh, again, they had the rivalry game against Highland. Uh, Highland is just not that great of a team. They do have that big win over Burley, and you know Burley for having lost to you know Preston Century and Pocatello. Burley's still a good team. You know they're they're not a bad team. Their record is not indicative of of, of how good they can be. Uh, but Pocatello, I think, is really going to get tested at this tournament. Yeah, and what a matchup! As will Blackfoot. Yes, um, that that's going to be fantastic. And then there's there's a smaller school bracket as well for for the three A and two A schools. And Westside is going to go over there and compete. And for Westside, this this is going to be really good competition. You've got the two teams that met for the two A championship last year, St. Mary's and Ambrose. You've got Homedale, which is a really good three A program. I mean, this this small school bracket is yeah. loaded. Well, and and I think what it does. You know, one of the one of the challenges that you often have when you go to the state tournaments is the north and the south rarely have opponents in common. Uh, you know, there's there's you know you end up spending the first half of a ball game, teams kind of filling each other out and seeing how they are. What these new tournaments have have put on is it's kind of the meet you halfway 
type of things. And so you get to see teams in the regular season that you don't usually get to see in the regular season. You usually just kind of play within your region, within your area. But these tournaments open that up, you know, for a for a St. Mary's and a West Side to be at the same tournament. And to have a you know an opportunity to to play each other, you just don't usually see that. So these tournaments have been a good thing. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Um, finally, let's check in on the the one A's in boys basketball quickly before we, we move on to girls. One A D one. You've got Grace at five and one, looking very strong. Butte County still kind of lurking at three and three, but man, the Grizzlies look good. Well, they do, and and all but one of their wins is over a two A opponent. Uh, so they're you know they're they're playing bigger competition, and and their loss, their one loss, which came to Westside, was in a pretty close game, in a good one. That's a good Westside team. Again, a Westside team with a signature win. Grace, I I made my pick last year. They, uh, uh, I think they will win this conference. I think they'll win it handily and have a, a, a possible opportunity to win a state championship. Uh, obviously, all roads run through Lapway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, um, but, but I think, uh, grace is very good. Well, we're going to find out, uh, Lapway is playing Coeur d'Alene high Saturday afternoon yeah, in a tournament. Yeah. Well, no, that's just, that's just a regular oh, season. Oh, is game. Just a regular season game. I didn't know if it yeah. was a regular season. I kept thinking it was a tournament for whatever reason. Yeah, no, this was a Lapway kind of put it out there and said, Hey, we'd love to play anybody anytime, anywhere. And Coeur d'Alene took the bait and said, all right, yeah. let's do it. How yep. cool is that? Well, and we, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, teams down south in Idaho, particularly southeast, play a lot of Utah schools and so forth. You know, up, up north, they tend to play a lot of Washington schools. And uh, and so oftentimes you don't know as much about those teams as they come in to state tournaments as you do about some others. And with, uh, with you know, Lapway playing a Coeur d'Alene, you're going to learn a lot about Coeur d'Alene. You're going to learn a lot about Lapway as well. Yeah. So 1AD2's Rocky Mountain Conference, Rockland uh, suffered their first loss of the season last night. They lost to Richfield 48 to 43. I I still think Rockland is is the team to beat in this league. Water Springs also off to a nice start, though. They're 5 0 overall, 4 0 in the conference, but their schedule has been a little a little light so far. The really the only the only challenging game they had was North Gem. Yeah, every win they've had has been a blowout with the exception of the North Gem game. Uh, but you know, five and oh, you can only play who's in front of you, you know, and, and it's not like those, those were close games against bad teams. Those were, those were blowout games against, uh, against bad teams. So they, they did what you should do in those types of scenarios, you know, and, and show band looking good. I, I really think this is a four team conference. I don't think Grace Lutheran led or Mackey or Clark County really have a prayer in this conference, or actually I should say they probably only have a prayer in this conference uh, this year. But I think between Water Springs, Showband, Rockland, and North Jam, that's your that's your group right there. Yeah, and and uh, Grace Lutheran is a hard team for me to peg because North Jam only beat them by two, 41 to 39. Both teams went over to the small school showcase last weekend yeah. at Mountain View right. High School. Uh, Grace Lutheran had to play the defending champs from Garden Valley. Uh, lost 59 to 43, held their own for a little bit. And then uh, I really thought North Gem went over and got a nice win over Horseshoe Bend by 10, 45 to 35. Yeah, yeah. I thought so, I, I thought so too. And I think that's going to be, uh, you know, one of those groups that we look at. And, um, you know, and it has, it has definitely has some teams in it that are going to be uh, going to be tough to handle for a lot to handle. 
no doubt. All right, let's move on to girls basketball. And, and kind of like with the boys conversation, I think we have to start at the 4A level because you had the Preston Indians classic for the girls last weekend in Preston. And for Preston, it, it couldn't have matched up any better. You got Middleton in the semifinals, Blackfoot in the championship. Those are two of the, you know, premier 4A programs. I'll be honest, that, that Preston-Middleton game really opened my eyes because of how dominant the Indians were in that win. 58-22 to 22 over a Middleton team that didn't lose uh, last year until they got to state. I mean, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> it very much was. And and uh, I, I think Preston, I've had a chance to see them this year. I think Preston is, boy, they're, they're going to go a long ways. They are going to go a long ways, and they are a tough outing for anybody. I mean, if you think about the big picture for 4A basketball, there's kind of a big four, right? There's Burley, Middleton, Preston, and Blackfoot. Preston's already played those other three teams. They lost to Burley by nine. They they blew out Middleton. And then how about this championship matchup? Blackfoot defeats Preston in the championship at the at the Preston Classic, 31 to 28. That was a good game. Yeah, yeah it was a close game. In fact, um, uh, really, Blackfoot got challenged couple times in that tournament, you know, Sugar Salem uh, was within 10 of them. Um, uh, you know, the close one with Preston, uh, you know, Preston's a good team. I watched them in an overtime game against Sugar Salem earlier this year. Uh, Preston is very good. And, uh, you know, uh, the first of the season, I thought Blackfoot's going to fairly easily run away with this. But some teams are stepping up and giving some challenges to Blackfoot. Blackfoot, of uh, course, 12-0. and Burley, 10-0. and Those two seem like they're on a collision course. If that comes, it will have to be at state, but that, yeah. that would be a lot of fun to, to see. Um, Shelly continuing to play well. They're 6-3. and three. Pocatello, 4-5. and five. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's a market improvement from where they've been the last couple of years, so that's what we're keeping an eye on in the 4A ranks. Yeah. 5A girls hoops. Thunder Ridge and Rigby. Now, I, I kind of knew, kind of like on the boys' side, I didn't know what to expect with this Rigby team because they lost a lot to graduation last year. But here's Rigby excelling again. Yeah, Rigby's just tough in everything right now, you know, coming <laughs> off that football state championship as well. Thunder Ridge, 9-1, and one, only loss on the season to Blackfoot. Uh, you know, Rigby at 8-2. and two. Uh, uh, You know, the, the rest of conference down a little bit. Highland does have a winning record of 5-4. and four. Idaho Falls yet to win a game. Uh, Madison at three and five, and 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 I think right now Madison might be happy with that three and five, because uh, it could have been worse for them this year uh, during the coaching change, and and uh, uh, they're down a little bit of talent right now, but they've stepped up up and won a few games. But I think definitely Thunder Ridge and Rigby, it's going to come down to those two teams, barring any major injury or something. Yeah, Sugar Salem in the three A ranks, uh, they they look good. They're six and two. They got a win over Middleton in the third place game at the Preston Indians Classic. Uh, they yeah. won by two, which is a good win for Sugar. Um, but here's the thing: just like on the boys' side, Sugar is six and two, but South Fremont and Teton are both eight and two. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, they're they're. Uh, it, it, this is a good conference. Good conference this year, I think. I think possibly the difference as you look at these teams is the, is the level of competition, uh, you know, that, that has been played, but, but, uh, you know, Teton's girls. And I felt last year that Teton's girls were probably the most athletic, meaning if I threw that group out on a track, <laughs> I think they win it. <laughs> they were that good, you know, as far as just pure athletes go, they just struggled at times to put the ball in the hole. But, uh, 
I mean, they've got some, you know, wins over over some good teams. I mean, they, they beat a 4A Hillcrest team. They're struggling, but they went out and beat them by 15. Uh, and their only loss came, or, or the, one of their two losses came to Shelly, a good Shelly team, and they were lost by two points. Yeah, it's, it's very impressive. We're, we're going to find out about this uh, Teton team. Uh, they play North Fremont tonight and then, and then Jackson Hole on Saturday. And, ja- and Jackson Hole is a step up in competition in terms of classification level. Um, so that'll be good. And then I, I think we're going to find out about South Fremont as well because they play Snake River on Tuesday. And, and yeah, Snake River, of course, we know is, is – uh, one of the premier girls basketball programs, Snake River five and one, look, looking like uh, they might run away with that conference. American Falls kind of lurking at five and three, but I, I really like the Panthers. Oh yeah, yeah, I think Snake River is going to definitely be the team to beat. I'm I'm excited to see them this year. You know, Cass Baldwin, their head JV coach, is is one of my very very good friends. Uh, I see him up in Sugar, um, you know, later on in the season. In fact, tonight they host Sugar. Uh, down at Snake River, uh, so that'll be good. I'll get a chance to see him on January fourth, which is the next time that actually Sugar's girls are at home. Uh, but but Snake River is going to be good. They'll are, they're also going to be in that East Idaho Holiday Tournament uh, as well. So um, you know they're they're, they're going to face some really good competition throughout this year. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the two A Nuclear Conference. I don't know. Throw a dart at the board, right? You've got Ryrie at four and four, North Fremont's four and five, West J three and seven. Salmon is at 500, two and two. I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of, they've lost a lot out of conference. Yeah. Yeah, they have. However, I still think Ryrie is going to end up pulling this out at the end. Um, I think Ryrie, you know, I think one of the differences is because of the success that they've consistently had in their girls program, kids go into that program expecting to win. And when you have that mentality, when you go into a ball game, that right there is worth six to eight points during a ball game. I feel. Yeah, it's Ryrie uh, could could be primed for a big winter sports season with boys basketball, girls basketball, and of course we know how good Ryrie is in wrestling. Yeah, um, the one of the dominant programs from East Idaho, for yeah. sure. Uh, Southeast Idaho Conference District Five and Two A Girls Hoops. Aberdeen continues to look strong, seven and two. Westside also looking very strong. Um, I think it's going to come down to those two teams. Well, I I think it is too, and I uh, I honestly think that Aberdeen might be the better of those two teams. Uh, Aberdeen just really really looks good. I think they're a team that uh, uh, that can score from a number of different places. They have people that can hurt you. Their their two losses were close. Uh, the, the, the Mar, I mean, against Marsh Valley, they ended up losing by 13, but that was a game that was closer throughout the course of the game. Uh, and then they did lose to a, a, you know, a good grace team, but, but, but I think, uh, I think Aberdeen is, uh, is the team to be reckoned with. I mean, you know, you look at their win, for example, over top of Firth, you know, Firth doesn't have a great team this year. They beat Firth 65 to 24. I mean, that was huge. Beat Ryrie 50 to 44. Uh, they do have a win over Marsh Valley, you know, uh, 70 to 60. And that's a good Marsh Valley team. Uh, uh, the only thing Marsh Valley is lacking at this point is height on that girls team. Other than that, they are, they are right on. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Ryrie and the win that Aberdeen had over Ryrie, and that's going to transition to the next point I'm going to make. And that is Soda Springs, right? They're, they're kind of lurking as well. Now they're one in four, but their four losses were to Ryrie twice, Preston and Sugar Salem. So yeah. what, like, like those four losses, that one and four is different than like, you know, somebody else's one and four. 
Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, it's a, it's kind of like what we talked about with Bear Lakes boys being 0 4, you know. I mean, you, you, that, that's a team that you can't look at their, at the record and, and see what they're going to be. I mean, they, they very much passed the eye test. And, and their win was over Snake River. Yeah. yeah. The only loss for the, for the Panthers this year came to Soda Springs. Soda Springs. Good, good Snake River team. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's, we're going to find out real quick with Aberdeen if they're ready to take that next step because they play Soda Springs next Wednesday, followed by Grace the following Wednesday. So, over these next two weeks, these are two big matchups, one within the conference for Aberdeen. Yeah, and then against the Grace team that they've already lost to, so right. that's a, you know they they've got some challenges. This this will be a proving ground for them, and it'll also be a proving ground for Soda Springs. Yes, to say hey, you know you're a good team. You've lost a lot of close games against some really good schools. So can you step up and and get the wins now as you start getting into conference play? And for Soda, I mean they you know they're one and four, but they've got a chance to go two and zero oh in the league and and take control of this conference race because they play uh, Aberdeen. And they play Westside, yeah, Friday night. So yeah. that's going to be we'll we'll find out a lot about uh, Soda Springs certainly. One Ace, uh, you know, it's Grace's world. One A D one. Everybody else is living in it, I think. But yep. Butte County is nine and zero, and they are also looking good. Yeah, yeah, Butte County is looking good. I'm still taking Grace yeah. at this point, but uh, but but Butte's looking good. But Grace, um, Grace could have a very good winter again as well with their boys and their girls yeah i mean if you look at butte county they've got some nice wins they've they've, they've defeated Cary, a team that went to the d2 state tournament last year um they've beaten west j north fremont salmon and and yeah. north fremont again like 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 butte county would probably be in first place in the nuclear conference yeah probably <laughs> yeah so they'll, they'll be a team uh coach hansen at butte county has done a nice yeah. job Rocky Mountain Conference, 1-8-D-2s. Um, Mackie and Rockland are on a collision course. We're actually going to broadcast that game um, in, in I think it's January, late January, when Mackie goes to Rockland in girls' basketball. But Mackie's 7-1, Rockland's 8-1. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's going to be the matchup that everyone's looking for. Uh, and, and again, the uh, the rest of the conference is grasping those two straws <laughs> right there because they are the top straws for sure. Yeah, and, and Rockland suffered their first loss of the season last night, just like the boys' team. Their first right. loss came last night uh, to Raft River, a very good Raft River team that only has one loss, uh, 47-39. So, yeah, it's uh, basketball is heating up, Lance. That's kind of a quick whip around of what's going on in hoops. Uh, the big the big things fans can tune into is yeah. Westside competing at the, the Hawaii tournament. Uh, all of those games will be covered. Uh, and then the Preston Indians Classic, which starts today. There's going to be a lot of good basketball, and all of those games will be video streamed on IdahoSports.com yeah. at the Preston Classic. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to so, be very good. It's going to be exciting. Yes. I actually, uh, as soon as we're done here, I'm, ta- I'm taking off for Preston to, to go call those games. So uh, well, drive carefully. Yes. out there. Yeah. And you enjoy the games in your area, too. I'm interested to see how those 5A schools do. Yeah. Against- yeah, against Corner Canyon. So, yeah, I'm interested well, to see that tonight as well. Yeah, we'll have plenty to talk about again next week. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the East Idaho Prepcast, brought to you by Pure Adrenaline Motorsports, your source for pulse pounding adrenaline sports apparel and accessories that ensure you have what you need to unleash your inner beast. For Lance Taylor, I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.